Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. This is your good friend, the very esteemed and well-travelled Clarence Copernicus Cloverleaf, welcoming you to another exciting edition of Cloverleaf Radio, hosted by the host with the most, Jimmy Falcon. You can always feel free to call in at 602-753-1883 to ask a question to the host or any of his well-established guests. Just please remember when calling in to be on your best behavior. This is a G-rated show, you know. Hey, that was a wicked rhyme. Anywho, just be sure to be kind and courteous. Now, on to the main event!
All righty, we are back for another exciting edition of Cloverleaf Radio. I'm the host of the Most Jimmy Falcon. Our special guest should be here really soon, actor Ron Thompson, making his return to the show. This guy has had a career over 50 years. Um, he's really been going strong. Lots of great roles, including uh, dual starring roles in the Ralph Bakshi hit American Pop. And uh, he actually worked with Ralph Fox again on Last Days at Tony Island a few years ago. And you know, we talked about that the last time he was here. I want to try to to bring up some other stuff because he's had a great career. Of course, I do want to touch on uh, Ralph Fox because I know that uh, that man's career has had a, a lot of a big cult following with it. Of course, uh, the creator of Chris the Cat, which was really a risque, a risque cartoon. Uh, in the 70s, uh, the cartoon movie that was uh, was way before its time. I guess stuff like that now, Family Guy and, uh, you know, The Simpsons and uh, even, you know, branching into, like, full-length feature films. Uh, you know, there's a lot of risque stuff uh, going on with those. So uh will be nice talking with Ron. Had a pretty awesome career. I shot him the studio number because for some reason his uh, I called him was going straight to voicemail. And we should have him pretty soon. We're going to be back uh, on the 30th for actor and comedian Alan Gitlin, G-Man. He's going to be joining us. It's going to be nice talking with uh, Alan. And let's see here. I turned 30 a few days ago, which was pretty interesting. I feel like my. Oh, second. Sorry, he was Facebooking me. Let me do that. I'm going to try to call him back. Not sure what's going on with the phone thing there. But I am going to. Run off for a second. I'm gonna have to play. Um, I guess I'll play the second love again by Warren. I really need to get some new stuff on the switchboard here. So, uh, sorry guys, I'll try to hurry back and just. Uh...
All righty, we're back. Excuse me. It's like our special guest is with us, Ron Thompson. Hey, buddy. Hey. How are you? I don't know what. Uh, something was wrong with my phone. I don't understand it. But anyway, I'm I'm using my friend's phone. <laughs> so, how you doing? Wait, I'm good. You can't really count on technology. It always seems to to leave you behind when you need it the most. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. It's, what has it been, about three years? Yeah, it's been quite a while. I see you're you're still plugging away pretty hard. Yeah, I've been seeing you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I guess, I'm glad uh, we got... Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, starting off, I did want to ask you, uh, going all the way back to uh, the 1960s when you were first starting off, and ask you about uh, working on the Armstrong Circle Theater, Opposite a real legend in Robert Duvall. Yeah, yeah, that was that was my first job. Uh, it was live, live TV. <laughs> uh, we rehearsed for about uh, five or six days and just shot it, man. And uh, you know, whatever happened, happened. <laughs> we did. I did two of those, and one of them I'm not going to mention the actor, but one of the one of the shows I did. The 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 actor uh, sh- showed up drunk. <laughs> oh wow! He did this. Sh- he did the show, but uh, it was it was like an interrogation scene. Uh, he was the cop, and I was the the kid, and uh, he was always. in in all the rehearsals, he was like, so ba 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 ba. You know, he was like r- running running at me and. Uh, with his dialogue, you know, making me nervous, and so I would blurt out whatever he wanted. And uh, when we finally did it, he was just like, so uh, you're uh, Larry Laredo, are you? And he, <laughs> it was it was kind of, kind of scary, but we did it. And I did another one with um, uh, Marty Sheen. He had the lead in it, and... Uh, uh, he was just wonderful, and uh, we became friends. You know, I, I see him about once every three or four years. Yeah. Oh, that's very cool. I'm sure it was yeah. hard, uh, you know, starting off and being on a live show. That had to be uh, something else. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, that's that was the deal. You know, we we didn't think anything about it because that's all we had. You know, and. Uh, uh, and now I'm calling you about uh, my new film, Cargo. Yeah, that looks very interesting. Tell, uh, tell us all about that and, uh, and what that is. Yeah. Says. Well, uh, it's just been out a month. And uh, right now it's on uh, uh, Amazon Prime uh, DVDs and uh, um, pay-for-view and it's in a lot of the cable uh, uh, companies. It's it's in demand also. It's streaming on in demand. And uh, my friend has a parrot here. <laughs> I'm in his house, and <laughs> that's why you're hearing a parrot maybe. Um, and uh, it's it's a very very strong little film. We uh, uh, it's called Cargo, uh, and uh, I play a guy named. Uh, Anthony Peterson, and uh, he is he is a wealthy guy who has been kidnapped 
and uh, held hostage in a metal cargo container. And um, he has a cell phone that he has to come up with $10 million in 24 hours or they leave him to die and they have they have his uh wife someplace else and uh, they're they're threatening to uh, uh gang rape her and kill her on uh on uh YouTube and so it's pretty intense and I'm the only actor on screen for the entire movie there are other actors that are um that I talk to on the phone but uh they just get to look at my craggy face. That's it. <laughs> and uh, I, people seem to really like it. It. Uh, uh, I was surprised to find out how many uh, uh, online uh, reviewers there are, and uh, we've gotten a lot of really good reviews from these guys. Um, oh, you, oh, and I wanted to tell you about the soundtrack. Uh, the uh, the music is. Do you ever hear of uh, Tangerine Dream? No, I don't think so. Well, Tangerine Dream is a. It, it's a pretty well-known uh, band uh, from the '80s. Really, they did a did a lot of soundtracks. They did uh, a Risky Business and a a lot of a lot of very uh, good films. And uh, uh, the lead musician. Thorsten Quincing uh, did this did our soundtrack and it's really quite quite good. Uh I I call him my my co-star. You know, he his music is practically a, another another character in the movie. And uh yeah. Uh, I hope I hope your people can can catch it. Yeah, it sounds really neat. And any time that uh, you know, I think a lot of movies have that music that that makes you gives you the feelings of scared or uh, alone, even, and it can really make the movie uh, so yeah. much more just with the soundtrack. Absolutely, absolutely, and uh, so that so that's happening now. It'll probably be maybe three or four months it'll be on Netflix and all of that, you know, but it's starting out uh, pay-per-view on uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah. So what have you been doing besides this? Well, I just turned 30, so the body Oh, my hurting. God. <laughs> I know. I'm just, an, I'm just an old-timer now. I don't know. No, really? it's been all yeah. right, I guess. So. Never trust Get anybody over 30, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what well, they what's that say. say about you then, Ron? <laughs> oh, hell, I, they, they don't care about me at all. <laughs> I, I thought you had been, I thought you would uh, be uh, a, a, a wrestler by now. <laughs> well, I had my uh, my time with that for a few years, and I do miss it a lot, but I don't know. It's it's not as easy as they make it look. It's, it's a painful business. I think so. I've known a few wrestlers. Uh, I, I, they uh, they they make pretty good actors, and I've I've, I've worked with a few of them uh, uh, from from back in the day. They were like in the fifties and early sixties. Uh, uh, you ever hear of Mike Lane? 
No, I don't think so, and I'm surprised because I know well, I seem to know a lot I, of the old wrestlers. Well, he he did a pretty good movie uh, with Humphrey Bogart called uh, "The Harder They Fall," and it was a it was based on uh, Primo Canary. You know who that is, right? Oh was, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and, and he played that part, and uh, and I did a film with him and. Uh, uh, n- another guy, gee, I can't think of his name now. Oh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, yeah. And I got, I got a couple of films that are that are also going to be on pay per view uh, uh, in March. Uh, I do. I've I've done some uh, films with a with a guy named Joe Black, and uh, there's two of his movies will be on in March. Called one is called Jenna, and the other is called Low Town. Maybe when they're on, I can give you a call on that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I did want to ask you uh, about working uh, on Beretta, because that was such Mm -hmm. a legendary television series uh, with the iconic Robert Blake starring. Uh, How did you become involved with Beretta, and what were uh, some of your memories of working on the show? Well, uh, I... First of all, I did a play with uh, a man named, uh, with a, an actor named Struther Martin. Uh, do you know oh, who yeah, that I is? Oh, yeah, I know the name. Yes, yeah. I do. And uh, if, if your, uh, your listeners don't, uh, don't remember his name, if they saw In Cold Blood, he says, What we have here is a failure to communicate. <laughs> that was Struther Martin. And uh, we became, we did a play together and we became really good friends. And he is also a friend, was a friend of, he, he passed away quite a few years ago, but he was also a friend of Robert Blake's for years. And uh, anyway, I got a part on the show uh, playing a, a homeless junkie. It was a very good part. Uh, and I, I was quite good in it. I was uh, so much. Uh, we shot it down in, uh, in uh, Skid Row, and uh, I was getting, getting ready for them for the director to call call me. I was supposed to come around the corner, and I'm in costume and I'm looking pretty bad, and and a real homeless guy come up to me and said hey how you doing man how you doing i haven't seen you in a while you know you got to come over to the mission they got a new cook and about that time the director said action and i I thanked him and i went on i felt i said damn i guess i'm doing all right (laughs) anyway i did the show and uh and a couple days later i had told struther i had done it and they and struther and bobby went fishing and Strother said he had a friend that did the show, and he asked him who it was, and he told him. He said, oh, yeah, he played the, the junkie. Oh, he was really good. Well, uh, the next week, he calls me in. Bobby calls me in. He says, I've been thinking of having this, uh, having a, a young guy on the show to be kind of my uh, my sidekick. He says, and I'm going to try you out. We're gonna, and I says, oh, okay. And... Uh, and two or three days later, I'm on the set. There wasn't even any, any part for me yet. We had a name that was it, Nopke, 
and we kind of ad-libbed some stuff that first week, and the next week he had, uh, uh, I had uh, a dialogue, <laughs> and I did about seven shows uh, in, in about uh, a, a year and a half, and uh, then it kind of fizzled out, but it was good. I enjoyed it. You know, he's 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 a terrific actor, and uh, I felt I felt honored to be working working on the show. You know. Oh, absolutely! I'm sure it was yeah. a great honor, and uh, you know, some great memories. Absolutely. Uh, unfortunately, you know, when when all this stuff about uh, his wife being murdered, uh, just the very second that he that the police uh, arrested him, they stopped playing the the reruns. And I was always pretty much guaranteed a really nice check every year from uh, Beretta, (laughs) you know, and uh, suddenly that money stopped. (laughs) There was no, there was no reruns anymore from it. uh, And, uh, that's a shame, you know, and he he's, he can't get any work anymore because uh, whether he was acquitted or not, you know, the uh, the public decides that he's guilty, and that's the end of it, you know, and uh, and it's just too bad because he's really a good actor. He's a he's a little bit screwy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but. Uh, I, I I don't know I, I I hadn't seen it when when the murder happened I hadn't known him for it's been it was probably about 20 years and uh, so I, I I really don't know but the guy that I knew uh, if he had done it he would have admitted it because he was he's that he's that crazy he's just like he, he would have said yeah I did it she had it coming you know. <laughs> Uh, so wow. I, I don't know. I I, I I just don't don't think he actually did it. But who knows? He knows. That's all. <laughs> yeah, he had a fantastic, a long career, and unfortunately, being that I'm still young, that's kind of my only, you know, memories of him in the spotlight is with the the murder investigation, and everything. But he did really yeah. have a stellar career. Oh yeah, and. and in Cold Blood, he was just fantastic in, in that movie. Yeah. That was the first thing I ever saw him do, and I was just, like, blown away by his performance. And you also uh, did a really neat film uh, called American Pop with uh, Ralph Bakshi. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's... <laughs> what was what was that like? Uh, animation and movies was kind of new back then and everything. It was a new uh, foray, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, for your listeners that don't know, uh, it it's an animated film, but it was done through a process called rotoscope. And uh, we the, the story, the, the, the script, is very realistic. It's a story about five generations of a of a family of musicians, and uh, it's sh- we shot it on a soundstage in costume and a very minimal set. Uh, if you had to go through a door, there was a door, 
but there was no wall. <laughs> when we shot this this film in in black and white, then they edited that film. Then each frame of the picture, there's 24 frames per second. Uh, each frame of that picture was blown up into a photograph, and uh, the animator. That was this is back when they were using actual animators, not um, computer. The animator would trace the actor and then draw the background in and color it and all. And so what you actually see is not just, you're not just getting the actor's voice. You're getting the actor's physical appearance, uh, emotional um, performance, and and physical movement. It's a tracing of the actor, and uh, so it's 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 a really good film. It's I I saw it recently. Some friend of mine had uh, was showing it, and every time I see it, it's like it's really really impressive. It's a it's a brilliant movie. If if uh, if anybody hasn't seen it, you know you can get it. Uh, a few places on online uh, they have it, or you can actually order it. I think e- eBay or Amazon have it. It's a really, really strong film, and uh, uh, I it was it actually. Uh, I think we talked about this before. Uh, my career kind of fell apart in the '90s to the place where. You know, because I had done quite a bit. I did, I did uh, Broadway. I won a theater award in L.A. and I, I did a lot of TV and stuff. And then by the '90s, I wasn't getting anything. I just wasn't getting any auditions, and I was. It was just very depressing, to the place where I just stopped acting. And I got on, and in uh, 2010, I got on Facebook. And the second I got on Facebook, people from all over the world, oh, let me back up, American Pop, as brilliant as it was, was a bomb at the time. Uh, people people that would have liked it didn't see it, and the other people didn't get, didn't get it. And so it was just a big bomb, and it was very depressing. And all of all of my work, I played two characters. I played father and son in it, and all of that good work was just seemed like it was just down the drain. And it was an animated film, and and nobody really knew. They just thought I was just a voice. They didn't really realize they were looking at a at a tracing. So anyway, I get on Facebook. Suddenly, I get. People from all over the world contact me and tell me that uh, that an American pop had become a cult classic, and I had no idea. And they and all these young people knew what rotoscoping was. They knew what they, they, the work that I had done on the film, and they had been looking for me. <laughs> and what happened was two of the filmmakers, young filmmakers, were my biggest fans. Uh, James Dillon, 
who wrote and directed Cargo, and Joe Black, who did all these other films I told you about. And these guys were put me back in the movies again. <laughs> it all it all come around after uh, a, a pop doing American pop and have it having it come out in '81 and uh, twenty. 2013 or 14, I start. I started working on these movies because of American Pop, and uh, that's cool. Yeah, it was. It was. So I'm kind of back. <laughs> yeah, that's great that you you saw the resurgence because I think sometimes, you know, a lot of actors pass away and they may not get to experience that uh, that cult following in their projects. So I think that's neat that you're. You're still here, and you're still going out of the, you know, thankfully because of this great movie. Yeah, yeah, it's, I, I feel like I, I could very possibly have have a, uh, a, a better career today than I ever had before, you know. I'm, I'm very, kind of very excited about it all, yeah. Well, that's great, Ron. I guess my last question is, uh, you know, we we talked about a little bit. Is what does the future hold for you? I'm I'm sure you're still you're still wanting to be in some some great projects. Yeah, well, uh, besides besides the uh, two films I told you, that's going to this uh, Low Town and Jenna, which will be on uh, uh, pay per view in March. Uh, Joe Black has a pr- another project called uh, Celebrity Crush that we'll be doing uh, sometime next year. And uh, who knows what else, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, some, some big uh, movie director sees cargo and says, gee, I want him in my big budget movie. That'll be cool. <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Then you could get all the, you know, those royalty checks keep coming back to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not that big, but <laughs> I got one. I got one today for f- for five dollars. <laughs> but uh, they they come in handy sometimes, you know. And uh, I should I should get some uh, some residual things from cargo eventually, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. They always they always come in handy. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it does. Well, thank you so very much for for thinking of me again, Ron, and wanting to come back on. It's always nice talking with you. Same here, buddy. Same here. Thank you. Absolutely. uh, Best of luck. And Facebook. (laughs) I'll be there, sir. Okay, dog, buddy. Thank you. I thank you. All righty. Big thanks to Ron Thompson. If you guys uh, just happened to tune in a few minutes ago and you missed the start of the interview, you can go back in about 15, 20 minutes and download the full thing. And as I mentioned, we will be back on uh, the 30th with Alan Gitlin, a.k.a. G-Man, actor and comedian. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great night. Would you like to sponsor the Cloverleaf Radio Network? We'd love for you to be our friend. We have several packages available, and some start out just as low as 99 cents a month. All you need to do 
is to click on that little link that you see that says support our network. You can support our network for 99 cents a month, 4.99 a month, or 9.99 a month. But if you be our best friend and you sponsor us for 9.99 a month, you'll get to be a part of Cherry House Press, which is another company part of the Cloverleaf Radio network. We'll send you the newest published book every time that we published just because you decided to be our friend for 9.99 a month. We thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day.